Father, my voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. But as for me, I will come into thy house in the multitude of thy mercy, and in thy fear will I worship toward thy holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in thy righteousness because of mine enemies. Make thy way straight before my face. In Jesus' name, amen. You do not need to find war, my Christian friends. War will find you. What you and I need to find time now is the Lord. Isaiah 55, 6-7, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. The problem is that America does not take God seriously. And to make it worse, Christians think that they are going to start a physical war with their own hands. God laughs, and so do I. Jeremiah 25, 6-7, And go not after other gods to serve them, and to worship them, and to provoke me not to anger with the work of your hands. And I will do you no hurt. Yet you have not hearkened unto me, saith the Lord, that you might provoke me to anger with the work of your hands to your own hurt. I saw a post from Canon Press yesterday that was reshared by Torba, and he says it is the right and the responsibility of every Christian to resist tyranny as it rises. Again, if Christians cannot organize within a church, how in the literal hell do you suppose they can organize an army that will oppose the judgment of God that is upon a nation that refuses to repent? All I can say is God help us. All I can say is that there are too many Rambo movies being watched with zero military service. And that will do it every time. How about this, theologians? Stick to the books, particularly the Bible, the book that tells us to repent. Then there are those who say, what about the Black Robe Regiment of Revolutionary Times? Um... The churches were not circuses back then, friend. There were actually solid churches that had a solid spiritual leg to stand on. Nothing compared to the commercial, weak-kneed churches of our day that are led by women. Get the church right first, friends. And when God is back on America's side, then you can talk. Otherwise, repent and preach the gospel or shut your trap. By the way... My dear Christian friends, have you ever thought for one moment that the judgment of God is upon this nation? So what, you think you're going to take God on now, do you? You think you're going to organize an army now? How about this? Organize a church first, and then let's talk. Full Armor Farm on Gab replies, As you stated earlier today, these churches are really just social clubs, nothing more. Organizing a potluck is all you're going to get. 
Christians, we must understand that the government is controlled by God for blessing or judgment. I will let you guess where America stands. And I will also tell you this. God is very capable of unleashing war when he is ready. And when he does, war will find you. You will not need to find war. You might want to start looking at God's manual first before you start picking up the war manuals. Jeremiah 25, 13, And I will bring upon that land all my words, which I have pronounced against it, even all that is written in this book, which Jeremiah hath prophesied against all the nations. Like I said, war will find you. You do not need to find war, which is the title of today's episode, War Finds Us, number 186. Verse 16, And they shall drink and be moved and be mad because of the sword that I will send among them. Here we see that God controls evil and God controls war. Verse 29, For lo, I begin to bring evil on the city which is called by my name. And should you be utterly unpunished, you shall not be unpunished, for I will call for a sword upon all the inhabitants of the earth, saith the Lord of hosts. Just sit back and listen for the roar, because it's coming. It's the roar of Almighty God. Verse 30, Therefore prophesy thou against them all these words, and say unto them, The Lord shall roar from on high. And utter his voice from his holy habitation, he shall mightily roar upon his habitation. He shall give a shout as they that tread the grapes against all the inhabitants of the earth. Again and again, the Lord controls war. Verse 31, a noise shall come even to the ends of the earth. For the Lord hath controversy with the nations. He will plead with all flesh. He will give them that are wicked to the sword, saith the Lord. Again and again, the Lord controls evil. Verse 32, thus saith the Lord of hosts, Behold, evil shall go forth from nation to nation, and a great whirlwind shall be raised up from the coasts of the earth. So Christians, you might want to start a war on the evil in your churches before you start a war with the world. Verse 34, howl you shepherds and cry. And wallow yourselves in the ashes, you principal of the flock, for the days of your slaughter and of your dispersions are accomplished, and you shall fall like a pleasant vessel. Otherwise, believe me, the war is coming to you. I saw a post on Twitter from Michael Tracy at M. Tracy on Twitter that says, Thread from a guy who says he knew the Highland Park shooter post-proof and claims the shooter had no political ideology other than to co-opt random aesthetics and furtherance of his interests in alternate reality games. And in this post, this at one cow tool says, hi, I knew awake the rapper Robert Bobby Cremo. We used to make music together around 2015 to 18. He's not Antifa. He's not some MAGA overlord. He says, I know that sounds really interesting, but it's not the truth. He was an isolated stoner who completely lost touch with reality. He goes on, he co-opted aesthetics from the left and right. But I don't think he was any of those things. I think he was lost, gravitated towards aesthetics. He found interesting. Maybe things can change in a couple of years, but he was never a white nationalist. 
and was never a leftist. He continues, him into whatever type of person they want to vilify, but he isn't that. Anybody that knew him could attest to that. In his last years, he was making some weird videos. But like, yeah, no same person does what he does. There's nothing deeper to it. Crazy being crazy. I find it interesting that he uses uh, the sentence and, and phrase concerning the left and the right. He co-opted aesthetics from the left and the right. And this is why we read Proverbs 4.27. Turn not to the right hand nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. Because what we see here is a negotiation with demons and why they continue to demonize the Christian people with tools such as with using Photoshop. I see a picture. I'm looking at it right now. Where this demonic kid is holding a Bible. It's clearly a Photoshop picture. Yet the truth remains in another photo I see here where the where this same guy is dressed in some astronaut suit with goggles on his face and pink long hair. And here we see the fruit of our drag queens that have negotiated with demons. And this is what this kid has did, done, a negotiation with demons. Upstate 909 says, what is an alternate reality game? It's a negotiation with demons, Upstate 909, although it's not a game. It's not a game. None of this is a game. The problem is, is America has not taken God seriously, and judgment will begin at the house of God because the church is not taking God seriously. Verse 35 through 36, and the shepherd shall have no way to flee, nor the principal of the flock to escape. A voice of the cry of the shepherds and the howling of the principal of the flock shall be heard. For the Lord hath spoiled their pasture. And I'll tell you this, my friends, America has yet to see the fierce anger of the Lord that we read in 37. And the peaceable habitations are cut down because of the fierce anger of the Lord. So Christian, let me pose this to you. If you cannot fight two seconds in a spiritual war, what in the literal hell makes you think that you can fight in a physical one? Let alone one that resists the judgment of Almighty God. 1 Thessalonians 4, 3-5, For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that you should abstain from fornication, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor, not in the lust of conspicuous sense, even as the Gentiles which know not God. So this includes porn. I hear of Christians who think they're going to resist tyranny at the national level when they cannot resist their own tyranny in their own home called porn for starters. So Christians, how about starting a war on your porn before you start a war with the world? Steve Deuce on Gab says there's only two things that ever truly get censored in human history, perversion or the truth. Since you don't have to look too far on big tech social media for perversion, that leaves only one other option. Yes, the truth is being censored. Christians, start a war on sexual abuse in your churches before you start a war with the, a war with the world. Verse 6 and 7, 1 Thessalonians, that no man go beyond to defraud his brother in any manner. Yet you're defrauding. 
young men and young women, their bodies. And the Lord is the avenger of all of these things because that the Lord is the avenger of all such as we also have forewarned you and testify for God hath not called us unto uncleanness, but unto holiness. Those who have been abused in the church will be avenged by the Lord. If you have been abused sexually or otherwise, you will be avenged by the Lord. I pity for the souls of the abusers. We must speak this truth that I speak to you today. It is called the word of God. And we speak truth to those whom we truly love. And I love you, my friend, in Christ. Verse 9, but as touching brotherly love, you need not that I write unto you, for you yourselves are taught of God to love one another. Obviously, this, this, this demonic kid did not have, did not seek this love in his life. He was not given this love in his life. I am afraid that so many opportunities are missed because we are so busy worrying about someone else's lane when we should be working our own lane. There are people that come in our path, in your path, that will never come into my path. Work your own lane. Do not attempt to work mine. You don't need to be keeping your eyes on my lane. You will find out that after working your own lane, you will have no time to work mine. Now I pray that my lane can encourage you as I preach the word of God and as I share my experiences and testimonies. But you need to create your own experience and testimonies as you walk with the Lord. Verse 11 through 12, and that you study to be quiet and do your own business and to work with your own hands as we commanded you, that you may walk honestly toward them that are without, and that you may have lack of nothing. This demonic man was without. The only Christian love that he has gotten, it seems, is to be photoshopped with the Bible to demonize Christians. And I'll tell you this, friend. God supplies all the necessity for the work that he has called you and I to do. Be the light before men. Cast out demons in Jesus' name. Otherwise, watch them overtake the same physical bodies that will be resurrected for judgment. And yes, all of our bodies will be resurrected. I don't care how decimated by death they will become. Verse 14, for if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. We will rise from the dead. These bodies will be raised at the second coming of Christ. That is not to be confused with the 1.75 beam me up Scotty's secret rapture. Verse 16 through 17, for the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. No longer asleep at the last trump that we read about in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 51 through 52. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trump. For the trumpet shall sound and the dead shall be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed. This is immediately after tribulation. This trumpet will sound. And I'm afraid that our tribulation 
here in America has only begun. We read in Matthew 24, 29-31, Immediately after the tribulation of those days shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heaven shall be shaken, and then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with the great sound of a trumpet, and they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of heaven to the other. Now I speak these words today with the hope that many will listen. I speak these words most mornings throughout these episodes, knowing that few listen in retrospect of the masses that exist. But I speak these words anyways. Disciple JJ replies and says, I'm convinced that you reach more people than you think you do. And quite a few have told me that. I do believe that this word travels farther than I know on this side of heaven as well. I just preach knowing God's going to do what he's going to do it as I work within the lane that he has called me to. Jeremiah 25, 3 through 4, from the 13th year of Josiah, the son of Ammon, king of Judah, even unto this day, that is, that is the 3 and 20th year, the word of the Lord hath come unto me. And I have spoken unto you, rising early and speaking, but you have not hearkened. And the Lord has sent you, sent unto you all his servants, the prophets, rising early and sending them, but you have not hearkened nor inclined your ear to hear. Now I pray for this soul who has murdered these innocent people on the, on the 4th of July at this parade. This this young demonic man, I pray that these demons would be removed from him in Jesus' name and that he would hear the words that I preach unto you today, the word of God, that he too would be saved. But we must start at his word. God loves his people and his people love his words. Verse 3 of Deuteronomy 33 in our reading, yea, he Love the people, all his saints are in thy hand, and they sat down at thy feet. Everyone shall receive of thy words. You and I must know that God is our help. God is our refuge. He will thrust out the enemy beginning within our own churches. How are you going to thrust out the enemy with your own hands when you don't even know who the enemy is, O oh dear Christian? Verse 26 through 27, Deuteronomy 33, There is none like unto the God of Jeshurun, who rideth upon the heaven in thy help, and in his excellency of, on the sky. The eternal God is thy refuge. And then underneath are the everlasting arms, and he shall thrust out the enemy for, for before thee, and shall say, destroy them. You say, well, how do we know who the enemy is? Well, first of all, they're liars. They're all liars. Verse 29, Happy art thou, O Israel, who is like unto thee, O people saved by the Lord, the shield of thy help, who is the sword of thy excellency, and thy enemies shall be found liars unto thee. And thou shalt tread upon their high places. And I will tell you this, dear Christian friend, you do not tread upon those high places. You do not reach those high places unless you understand that God controls evil and that there is no evil in him. 
Psalm 5, 4, For thou art not a God that hath pleasure in wickedness, neither shall evil dwell with thee. God is the destroyer. And when his destruction comes, he will defend his people. We need to turn to him today. Time now. Psalm 5, 10, 11, Destroy them, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels. Cast them out in the multitude of their transgressions, for they have rebelled against thee. But let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy, because thou defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. War or not, my friends, my joy in the Lord remains. I pray that this episode of Gospel was a blessing to you. And if you would like to become a team member of this Christ work, simply pray. Pray that God would use this podcast mightily for his glory. Share the episodes wherever you can and support with a subscription if you're able to do so. We are in this together, Christ friends. Keep up the good fight.